0: don't recognize welcome
1: everybody to oh sopranos Podcast. Oh. The podcast where we discuss wine regions in California <laughs> and our plans to visit
2: them. As always, my pass name. Is- Ro- pass Rollboys. <laughs> Whatever happened there?
1: As always, my name is Joe Spellman, and this is David Fiedler, and this is Joey Pepperelli. Joey Pepperelli, uh, we're Peeps? disgusting. Aka we're dis- Joey Peeps. Disgusting episode, <laughs> disgusting. season five, episode nine. Unidentified black males. Mm. Very racist of the Sopranos. Whoa, fuck. As always, I drop the microphone like a. Fucking as always, idiot. we as are always, on our third proper yeah, we've twelve. Been, <laughs> we've been drinking whiskey.
3: Uh, no, but this episode, great app. Ep, great app <laughs> Fix it. As Spellman fixes jo, his Joe microphone,
2: is, I'll cover here. Joe's figuring out how to tighten a mic. Uh,
3: this is, guys. This is like I feel like there's. This is my favorite run of Sopranos episodes. Oh, starting with cool. last week's Marco Polo. Unidentified Black Males. Next week, we got Cold Cuts mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with, with that epic uh, final scene of Tony walking down the street to I'm Not Like Everybody Else. Mm-hmm. Then we get Test Dream, which we all remember. Then we get Long-Term Parking, R.I.P. Yep. Adriana. Mm-hmm. Then we get All Due Respect, probably the best season finale, in my opinion, where um, where he, where he Shoots his cousin. Yeah, that's a I, that's a stretch of episode. That's almost half a season right there. I
2: I proposed uh, a little poll on our Twitter this week, and oh, uh, wow. you know I wanted to know what people's favorite season was, and it kind of like teetered a little bit. Mm. Um, How many but,
1: responses did we get?
2: Oh, we don't need to know about that. <laughs> uh, thirty, read respons- the three <laughs> yeah. of us. Thirty, I didn't even vote on it. Did so.
1: we get thirty? Yeah. We did get oh, that's hey. not bad. This hey. hey. is uh,
2: you know third of our
1: listenership. Is the poll over? Can they go vote
3: now? <laughs> oh, or
2: six of our listenership. Uh, the poll is still going uh, uh, for another uh, fourteen hours. So by the time this posts, uh, it'll be done. <laughs> okay. Uh So so this is great radio. Um, <laughs> but you know, thirty-one percent say season five. So thank God. Well, what thank was the God. runner up uh, runner up is season three or oh, no, sorry. Season two. I was going to say, I was, you know what? That might be my, I, I love season two. But you I know, know you guys, what? for, for you guys a while. Like yeah, seasons, I like for I a while. Mean, season, a season, season two kind of came up, you know, up the yeah. side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Season three was winning for like second place for a while. I guess I would um, say
1: season two, maybe I don't know. I don't Richie
2: know.
1: Richie April man. Oh yeah. I think the best finale is Funhouse. So
0: like yeah, yeah. I mean maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe season my second two favorite. is yeah. my second uh, one. Actually actually
2: that might be my favorite. I'm surprised. I mean besides no, what am I talking about? Whitecaps. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I mean, I made like season one and season six A and six B like a second poll. Yeah. You know, it got three votes on, <laughs> on <laughs> One per one person said 6b and two people said so the series one. finale,
3: right? Versus I Dream of Genie Kuzumano. No, 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 Uh-oh. this is like
2: this the season, season.
1: whole season, not the oh, finale, oh, the whole season. Okay, yeah, you yeah, were yeah, talking, yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, I was, um, finale,
2: so. we've had <laughs> so a couple of people said season one and and one person said 6b were, were their favorite seasons. Um, but uh, season four like had like the the least amount of votes of the of the big four. Like, like I think even, I'm, when, it, even when it was airing
3: people people were not about season 4 i remember like fucking late night like jay leno and shit was like making like, making jokes about really? how it's uh how it's like boring and cuz that's the least s- bloody season season 4 true five. Uh-huh. Season, I g- season 5 almost in response to that is very bloody right
2: i guess it was yeah. our like freshman in college i was so drunk the whole time <laughs> i kind of don't remember it yeah. um but like i don't know like we were yeah, I've said this on the pod before, like, my, my one of my roommates, like, his mom was, like, FedExing, like, overnighting, right. like, the VHSs, uh, you know, so every Monday we were watching. and like That'll bring you back. It felt, like, very, I don't know, it felt very important, and, like, the Ralphie death, and I don't mm. know, like, season four seemed very um, huge, and Whitecaps. When I think of like finales, I don't know, like Whitecaps often pops out to me as like of a a, a huge, like the like finale, like Um, short of the series finale. So I don't know. I I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised. What date did this air?
3: This aired on May 2nd, 2004. So Uh, I was rounding out my sophomore sophomore year. Rounding out college. Yeah! Wow.
1: This was that's right because I think we f- we watched the first half and then we
3: graduated probably probably graduated like a week after this or something. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. And, so. and there was a big gap between this yeah, this season yeah. and season six. But anyway, we should get into the episode that we're Let's discussing. This episode, unidentified black males, written by the Dream Team, Matthew Weiner and Terrence Winter. Whole oh, baby directed by Tim Van Patten.
2: What did those guys ever go on and do? <laughs> Don't really <laughs> remember. Hacks nothing. Hacks. Yo, I'm s- hacks. Yeah, yeah. They oh. did the <laughs> show. <laughs> hacks. Yeah. Uh, shout out hacks. Not, hacks. Yeah, Shout, shout out. out to our friends. Shout out to our friends. Make hacks. <laughs> 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 shout out to our friends, Paul and Lucia. Hey, I'm still <laughs> waiting for, for the
3: uh, uh, Frank Renzulli show where he's the showrunner. But uh, <laughs> you're the one. You're the yeah. one waiting. The rundown. If you don't recall this episode, uh, things... Frank, ask-
2: wait, I'm sorry. Frank Ranzulli, he was the lawyer, uh, the Italian lawyer who calls Carmella, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, things escalate
3: between New Jersey and New York when Johnny Sack accuses Tony B. of killing Joey Peeps. Uh, Tony almost has a panic attack in a therapy session with Melfi recalling what really happened the night Tony B. went away. Big reveal. Uh, Carmella moves forward with divorcing Tony. And Finn uh, catches Vito blowing a security guard. <laughs> yeah, we all been so there. You all remember this. The funny thing is, Joe Ganascoli, who plays Vito Spadafora, was the one who suggested the storyline to David Chase. <laughs> you know that he called him up and he was like, at, based on a Gambino family uh, crime associate. He he oh, like who, okay. which was real, which is a real thing. Oh, okay. But it, but in real life, they allowed him to keep okay. earning because he was such a good earner. Oh wow! Which sort of plays into the next season where there's like you know Tony's right. uh, Tony's teetering, yeah. teetering on because he is a good earner, right? Uh, you know it was sort of mirrors like Ralph how Ralph was such a pain mm-hmm. in the ass, pissing people off, but he was a good earner, right? right. So it's right. like right. he had to make that
2: decision. But ba- but yep. when he when Joe Ganscoli read the yep. script, beating and, a woman into submission and uh, right, blowing yeah. a guy, to, kind of on <laughs> yeah. the same, you right? Know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when, Same party fouls in the, you know... <laughs> in that world? In the in the mafia. Yeah. When, uh, when Joe... No, I mean, blowing a guy is
3: way more of a party foul yeah, yeah. than fucking beating... Well, yeah, in um, the real world. In the real
2: world. Outside of the mafia bubble.
3: When Joe Ganiscoli read the script for the first time, he called up Terrence Winter, and he was like, hey, when I suggested this... Uh, <laughs> I thought I didn't know I'd be uh given head, I thought I'd be getting it, you know, like that. And <laughs> Terrence Winter was like, I thought hey, I'd be a hey, top. Joe. That's not how it works, so, kind of thought I'd be a top <laughs> yeah. Terrence, which they also put that in the script, uh, in the next season, <laughs> yeah, right, next season. right, right. <laughs> but they planted it here, but so, so yeah, there's basically like you know, ABC story Tony, Tony B, and New York uh, Finn slash Vito storyline. And then the Karm stuff. What do you guys want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Tony, Tony B?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's the, the juiciest stuff sure. we, were, we were talking about, like, you know, while we were watching it tonight. Um, I, you know, I, I, I know you you said that, uh, they had planned for this to be a multi-season run mm-hmm. for, uh, Busemi. I, I, it is a true, like, to me, that's the biggest shame of the series is that we didn't get more with the two of them because cause Gandolfini and him have such incredible fucking Some of their characters. best stuff, yeah. yeah. Like, that For that sure. scene outside of uh, the bang is, like, uh, phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of people cried, so cried
3: foul about like if if Tony B was so important to Tony, how come we never heard about him? And it, it, earlier in the series, kind of thing. You know? Never and even heard like, about you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah. they 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 do you know tips of the hat to that effect. But you know, I I think like uh, if any other actor had been Tony B, it might not have worked. But their chemistry is so great, and Buscemi's
2: so great, obviously. Like, and I, he'd already been like a part of like the family, like as a director. So you know, we that, makes we totally. that.
1: I you you don't talk about the people who are in prison. He's been in prison for yeah. so long. Why would he talk 17 about seventeen years? It? Yeah, you yeah. know, now he gets out, and he remembers. Oh my god, how much of a you know big deal he was. Yeah, you know, totally.
3: Um, um which is why I was hoping they would they would lay some of the groundwork in that in many saints
2: and they didn't they didn't take that opportunity yeah, well. at all. We but, think uh, we think or at least I think in that scene where they're like in the convertible and they show up to um What's this? I his thought name? that was like Artie. Place. I think that's Artie. I think See, it's Artie.
1: I thought it was Tony B. There's no one no one no one fucking they don't fucking say. <laughs> I, know don't say. Right. Where, yeah, I know they we're,
3: don't where, say me up. Where where um no. where uh where he slaps uh, the other kid in right. the face. Right. Yeah. Right. I right. think right. that's Artie. But well, so they, they don't say either Artie way, hanging
1: out with Dickie. Yeah. right. Because he's just around the neighborhood. He's just around the
3: neighborhood. Also, remember the next episode or um couple episodes from now the test stream coach Molinaro is like oh you're hanging out with that kid Bucco he's the worst one of the bunch supposedly he was uh, he was a badass back in the day but uh true but anyway we digress digress. let's let's
2: get into this episode sorry about that We're digressing uh, a lot. Tonight. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Blame the proper 12. Dude. Conver- yeah, we drank some yeah, whiskey. Conor McGregor, yeah, you fuck. Yeah. Look,
1: have a fucking new, drink while you're watching sponsored. this episode. Dave's Hot Chicken and proper 12.
3: <laughs> Pour a fucking bullshit, all right? That's right. All right. Uh, so we start out this episode in Livia's backyard. The the boys, uh, Tony and Tony B, are watching a, a Mets game, right? Yep. Out, on, uh, out in the backyard. They hooked up the fucking cable and, and the wire going oh, out right. across the yard because it's just so fucking hot. And that's the sort slamming of th- thing. Slamming super nachos. Slamming super nachos, which must be gross. Yeah. I, there can't be anything but
2: absolutely Congealed disgusting. fucking yeah. disgusting cheese.
3: Uh, watching a game outside, uh, Tony notices that Tony B has a limp, hmm. which Tony B immediately blames on some African-American gentleman mm-hmm. uh, jumping him. Which is the first of four times things are blamed on African Americans that are not act- that are just done by fictional imaginary African Americans <laughs> throughout the episode, yep. but um, which is where the episode gets its title. But the next day, golfing, uh, yep. Johnny Sack and Tony um, are discussing the Joey Peeps hit. You know, that at our favorite location, favorite location,
2: the golf spells- course. Where is it again? It's so- <laughs> somewhere in North Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we were
3: yeah. gonna try to like Google Earth it and like look at like Oh, no, we looked fucking, it up at one point. Yeah, yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was in City Island, but yeah, no, it's in North So Jersey. basically so Tony
3: Island, Tony Brian, knows no. at this point that Tony B has this limp. Mm-hmm. Uh Johnny Sack mentions like, oh, some homeless guy uh was a witness, saw some guy limping away. Tony immediately has a panic attack here. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so does do you think in that moment he immediately makes the connection that tony b is responsible for this or is absolutely.
2: he absolutely yeah what else would spur that on yeah it, well, no, oh maybe it is no, uh, maybe I, it is the the weather changes no
3: i guess i guess what i'm asking is does he know here or does he start to suspect here no, you know
2: he like absolutely knows yeah absolutely
3: so, knows. so i and you know they they ease him down Great acting by both of them. Yep. Uh, if you li- if you turn up your volume, you'll hear uh, uh, Vince Kiritola call call him Jim, uh, as in Jim Gianoffini at the end of the. So h- the terrible scene here. acting by him. <laughs> what a Terri- terrible, um, But yeah, so Tony, this like lays the groundwork for the rest of the episode. Tony's sort of reckoning, like knowing that his his cousin is responsible for the escalating war in New York, when he's bent over backwards trying to remain neutral. Yep. When he confronts Tony B about it, obviously he denies it, um, and it's kind of interesting how that scene outside the Bing, the two of them, which is what we're referring to with their chemistry and stuff, it starts with Tony being so mad at him, Tony B, and it ends with him giving him the the casino, the casino. on, on right. Bluf- Bloomfield Ave. Right. How, how do you guys think that played out? Like, what what was going on in Tony's head where where he started like being like? You're not being fucking straight with me and ended with him being like, hey, you should earn more in the family. Here's this. you know. Well,
2: first of all, I think he sells the idea that uh, I was just like fucking hustling mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let you actually know what happened really well. And I think t- in Tony's mind, he's like, this guy's really smart. He's like winning me over, right? Because because like, Tony B knows, says like, like even if it was know. true,
3: would you want to know? They would both that know. cause problems? They
2: yeah. both know, yeah, but they don't know, yeah. and like and and he like Tony B does such a good job of like selling that to him. I think he's like, mm, should I fucking elevate this guy or my fucking nephew who's a fucking heroin addict? Like right, which <laughs>
3: which also we see in this episode, Chris resent it's. Chrissy's one scene in the episode he's just resenting Tony for uh, giving Tony B the 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 bluefield Ave illegal casino um, you start to forget about he,
2: Chris for a little bit like it you know in this he wasn't stretch, in the last episode at, like which is maybe like kind of like the point you know because it's like we're, we 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 follow the show through Tony's eyes right. and this is like how Tony is viewing things. Right. Know? He
3: says like, I used to be number one cousin and all of a sudden Tony B he's going to get made now this and that,
2: which is and fair. He's smarter than Chris. Right. Uh, he has a little more like gumption, a little more motivation than Chris right. does.
3: But also I think it does come down to a certain extent. Uh, I don't know how to split it percentage wise, but Tony being guilty about what happened, what actually happened that night when, when Tony yeah. B went away, where he, he feels, feels like, like he owes it to him. He needs to make it up to him to yeah, make himself why? feel better, not to and make and Tony and B I, feel I better.
1: And I think it's also like a, um, I think it's just really, maybe, I don't know if he's thinking about it in the moment, but it's a smart move to right. like, right. play yeah. Yeah. to, to, yeah, like, to you know, make sure he doesn't. Go right. off the reservation and, right. and right. do anything right. else
2: exactly. crazy, which doesn't be work. Be content yeah. <laughs> playing for the home team here in New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, because he could have done yeah. this like earlier when he got out. Right, but like, there's a well, reason. There's a reason why he doesn't now. Right, and there's a whole uh, like
3: cutaway to Christopher complaining about it in the next episode. Cold cuts. He very much uh, is very much about like the three of them right. and their dynamic. When they go up to Uncle Pat's farm yeah. and they're making fun of him and mm-hmm. shit like that, so they're sort of laying the groundwork there.
2: He uh, to call me Ekibag Crane, right? Exactly.
3: Um, and then we see Adriana calling, uh, or yeah, calling up Agent San Severino. We were talking about while we watched, like no other like procedural cop show would ever show like her having some sort of like. Strife with her uh, young, like wh- how old is that daughter? I don't like, know. Like 12, elementary 11, school, yeah. 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 Like
1: as a, as a as a throwaway, like sort of scene, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, SVU. I'm a big SVU guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Olivia Benson does have her son in SVU, but it's more of like a stronger storyline, sure. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, as sort of just like a everyday scene, <laughs> everyday, like a slice of life. But no. that wasn't
3: Aaron back then. The Olivia Benson like son story Yeah, she developed like that. Like, uh, yeah, her son. Like, she got right, her son right. after 20 years of <laughs> right. the show existing, <laughs> right. true.
1: Right. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh
3: but it's so nice touch. It's a it's it's it just makes the FBI characters a little more human. Yeah. Um not that we care that much, but you know. No. It's a, to make but them no. not just robots working for the government. Right. 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 Um but anyway, so we go to Joey Peep's funeral. Mm-hmm. One of the best gags. His his uh, headstone says Peeps on it. <laughs> Which, by the way, why is so why the kid, is Jason? He's it's like he's a dyslexic. He's <laughs> dyslexic. What the fuck's that got to do with it? <laughs> but why? But why is
2: Jersey hey, Pickett- Peeps Peeps <laughs> Peeps? You know, why wasn't it Peep? I, I, who knows? Have,
3: why did Jersey have to? Why did Jersey pick up the 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 tab
2: for
1: the they
3: must headstone? Have if they're not guilty for his fucking, but murder, they must you know,
1: have. Right? They must have mentioned that. that no, but scene. he
2: must have been being buried we, in Jersey at a um, I think the, cemetery like that they have connections with. I, Otherwise, why would they be doing? Because
3: the guy, cause the guy that has been a nicety, I guess.
1: No, no but the guy no, no, in that no, no, scene, no. no, but the guy in that scene, who I was like, who is this? Eugene Light because he looks like Eugene. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. character's is something else. He's like a one-off. He says something how he's gonna get the gravestone right. Right. Oh, the kid Jason. Yeah. Okay, I think yeah, his name yeah, is yeah. Jason Molinaro. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's the character name because I was looking at IMDb. Um, so what does he say there? Maybe they explain that. Yeah, we we missed it. There's so many. It has Jasons.
2: to be. It, it has, <laughs> to, has to, to be because a, he's, he's it, from Jersey or whatever. Jersey or like. He's, like, a fucking stone guy, like, who, like, has some... Yeah, stone and, right, right, Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, okay.
3: But it, at any rate, this is one of my favorite scenes between Tony and Johnny Sack in the series. When they get for into sure. that car, and Johnny Sack straight out accuses Tony B of, of uh, being the one to have killed Joey Peeps. We learn that Joey Peeps was somebody that Johnny Sack has been grooming for years. He has a it's relationship with Ginny Sack, which we know... Mm-hmm uh Johnny is very sensitive about Jenny um uh yeah and 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 he just uh, essentially Tony makes up an alibi for his cousin in the moment hey we were upstairs looking good alibi very ballsy, cuz also why wouldn't he have brought that up earlier why wouldn't he've been like hey no we were that night we were that why wouldn't that be the first thing he said you know what i mean but he's he's fielding this as he sees it Johnny
2: sort of says, like, if I find out you're lying, you know, this is this is where there's going to be... Well, it's why, like, Tony, obviously Tony knows, like, he's like, there's no way he'll ever know I'm lying. Right. About it's yeah. such a far-fetched lie that, like, he'll never be able to confirm whether uh, or not, like, we were doing this.
3: True. Uh, unless Johnny got out of the car and been like, hey, Tony B., what were you doing that night? And his story didn't match up. Right. <laughs> but, you know he wasn't gonna do that, but also we get that epic cutaway to like the two like underling f- like sides of the family while Tony and Johnny Sack talk in the car, just like uh, Sylvia, uh, d- uh, you know, Philly being two, like, hey, how's two- your daughter? Yeah, <laughs> the two, good.
2: Yeah. The two number
3: twos. Yeah, the two number twos. Megan talk Small talk. It. Megan Small talk. Yep. This is what happens when when the movers and shakers are determining who's gonna get killed in the fucking family. Mm-hmm. It
2: is funny that uh, you know. Steve Van Zandt refers to uh, his wife as the actor in the family. They're both <laughs> in this episode, and like that yeah. one, that one little moment is like way, yeah. way better acting. than I don't uh, think his she's wife. so terrible. I mean, uh, I know, I don't, I don't think she's on. so bad. I, I, I don't,
1: I don't think, think she's so I, I terrible. She, but she's very cool. much the Jersey housewife.
2: I feel she's she's cool as hell. Like they're a very cool couple. Like for sure. Uh, in in like in real life. Uh, yeah, please a, make sure That you You know So they I don't come After the funeral. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Here, Here's what well, I is. get that out there She's a big <laughs> rock And roll head I was, yeah, She's I was thinking cool this While watching but the like, episode No It's like Fucking terrible acting Joe We are actors I'm sorry Her reads on very like Straight Very mundane lines Are fucking terrible In that I, scene with Carmella I, uh, I agree Terrible I'm not I'm not saying That to the greatest But I, here, Here's what
3: I was thinking Like like Rosalie Aprile, who very much inhabits that sort of space where, where the, the the mob wife who's yep. friends with Carmela, yep. like she she might have read those same lines, like, oh, I just got to go pee, like in the same sort she of cadence, the same way, but, but she makes that right, character her fine. own in a way that, uh, uh, you know, Gabriella Dante, uh, Stevie Van Zandt's
2: wife, does not make it her own. Well,
3: it, it's it's very the racist. best. Here's the, what I compare best, her to: the
2: best acting is like you don't hear the lines; you're watching the person, but and like like you know. But, but like I, well, I when compare whenever she talks in the show, you just hear the lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, fair. You hear but like the script, but but
1: I compare, but like okay, so what about um, Ginny Sack? That's not an actress, no. <laughs>
0: No, well, yeah, no I, she is I have, an
3: actress. I have, I have... She is an actress. Didn't they also find bad. her at like an office or some shit? She, she, yes. No, 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 There was an open casting call for It was Jersey an open people, casting yeah, call. And okay. they found her. I don't think she. No, but I think she wanted to be I think she's on the lower an end of yeah. the spectrum no, um, I, on t- in terms of But I think she wanted to be an actress, but, Yeah, uh,
2: look, I'm not saying she's great, too. I don't think... Like, don't. I'm I don't, I don't like, think she's anything. I feel like she's a
1: lot of... She's a lot of people who are on, like the lawyer, for example, in this episode. You're <laughs> just like, okay, these are people who exist in this it's world. It's a fucking co-star. Yeah. I understand. So is the fuck. So is she. She's a recurring co-star. She's recurring, She's recurring co-star. Hey, I
3: fans, mean, let I us mean, know who do you think is better, hey, uh, hey. Ginny Sack or uh, Gabriela hey, Dante? She has
2: the whole fucking. She has no story plot. arc. Oh, they never the, give her a storyline. She has the whole story where she fucking goes to Father and <laughs> and gives him fucking ugats.
1: Okay, maybe. Uh, all right, maybe all right.
2: one. <laughs> not the best mob
3: wives. That but, also, but we love right, him That's still. not a great it. scene. Uh, let's talk about this little carmine scene with uh, Rusty Emilio oh, and Angelo Gareppe. Beautiful this... shot of the
2: fucking bottle of buca.
3: Oh yeah, there's like <laughs> a fireplace. The, They're talking about the like, buca hey, bottle
2: is glistening. <laughs> I went joint... to the, I went to dinner this past
1: weekend. I'm sorry I have to tell this, and the guy, the our waiter was terrible. He smelled my bottle, my scotch, and I saw him do it when it was poured. Which, but also he he was like. I don't like that cocktail. He said he didn't like, like a number of things that Ashley ordered and my wife. And, and he goes, and she goes, what
3: do you like? And he said, sambuca.
1: (laughs) That was his
3: choice that he liked. And then you guys drank uh, the rest of the night. Right. I was like, yeah, I like that too. After I'm done eating, at the Tam O'Shanter, yeah, 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 pour yeah. some yeah. 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 All right, Jesus Christ, damn. Anyway, sorry, Gullius. Anyway, so so, what do you
2: like? I'm a Surat guy. <laughs> Uh, the fuck? that would make more sense they're they're
3: yeah, discussing how effective the the hit on on Joey Peeps was. Angelo does not seem to think that it was very effective. He seems to have some regrets, mm-hmm. mostly this is a scene where uh little Carmine is posturing himself to be like look he he's digging his heels in the sand here he he thinks that he uh will succeed his father as the leader of the New York family um Mostly, and we talked about it while while Rhea we watched. Bruso, but so
2: fucking good. My this God. is this is such yeah. a so uh, yeah. fucking we, funny. We
3: talked about it in earlier episodes how how the little Carmine character is an homage to maybe not an homage or maybe it's more of a send up of George W. Bush. Yeah, uh, but him in the jeans and rust and, the Russ, huge and belt rusty buckle Dick Cheney and and uh, rusty saying, "Hey, I've had triple bypass surgery." That's very much Dick Cheney and. Them talking about you know Johnny Sack was a problem for my father as well as me. Much it was like also like you know George th- Bush Senior, Iraq a War, with, yeah, like Iraq going War, on. Yeah. yeah, all this shit. Like they and then and then of course uh, you know the, the 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 icing on the cake is his mangled fucking sentence that is his best line in the fucking series where he's like, I think I'll be as effect as effective as, fa- as my father. I'm mangling his line that is already mangled, but, uh, but I don't know. Uh, what is it? Hold on. But until then, uh, it's going to be hard to verify that I think will be more effective. This is exactly like (laughs) very George (laughs) W. The
2: the Italian version of like fool me once. Right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. 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 Fool me twice. uh, (laughs) I won't, I won't won't get fooled again. You're not going to fool me. It won't get fooled (laughs) again. (laughs) Um, but so we want shame on me Fool me twice. Don't get fooled. I won't get fooled again. So right. Like, so by the
3: end of that scene, uh, what what is the purpose of the scene in this episode? Like, are we not meant to, because by the end of that scene, you're like, oh, okay, maybe Johnny Sacks going to win this thing. Cause at this, up to this point, it's, it's sort of been like tit for tat little Carmine versus Johnny. Like,
2: I think like we're, we're meant like, there's a reason why like, you would you would feel like Johnny Sack obviously should be the boss, but Phil is insane and a mm. piece of shit. Little Carmine is a moron. Mm. He probably shouldn't be boss, but the people around him are more likable. Like like Angelo is like very likable. Yeah, like close with Tony B. Like we're supposed to like Rusty Angelo. played by Frankie Valli. Yeah, right? Not so
3: much, but he but he seems smart.
2: But he seems smart. He seems capable. Right. And, and, and less and driven know, by emotions than Phil. And they know, like, Angelo, it's like... um, Carmine Jr. is not the one at the Four right. Seasons. It's, it's Rusty and Angelo who right. reach out to Tony B. We, we're supposed to like Rusty and Angelo. So it's right. like, you know, it's that battle of, like, oh, the guy at the top, like, in this battle, is, right. like, we like... We like Johnny. We don't like his yeah, right-hand yeah, yeah. man. Right, right. We right. don't like uh, uh, Carmine Jr., but we like the people around him, so it's like, eh, yeah. we're supposed to think it's tough. Yeah. But, like, you know, let's be honest. Like It, it should be Johnny's side. It was always going to Johnny. It should, yeah. be, should be Johnny. Like, Johnny was the guy by uh, Carmine Sr.'s side the whole right. time. Like, But Phil complicates things. Right. Um, so is Angelo, what,
1: Donald Rumsfeld?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the yeah.
3: lovable grandpa Donald <laughs> Rumsfeld. Yeah, maybe more Colin Powell. All <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, and and so uh, this whole like Tony Tony B storyline sort of culminates in what I think is one of the best melty sessions of the series. Like, oh yeah. Um, For sure. Which is which is great to have it so late in the game in the series because a lot of people complained about Melfi scenes this late in the series. Like yeah. is yeah. she necessary? Is yeah, she Yeah, you complain about the Melfi scenes, dude. Eat a dick. Dude. Yeah, no, fuck like, you. Fuck off. Uh but this is this is one of the, this is our first time seeing Tony having a panic panic attack in a therapy ses- session live with Melfi. A uh, panic in, this... in a session. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, Yeah, dude. dude. Fucking whiskey hitting for your proper thirteen right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's having a panty attack. Proper (laughs) twenty-four. But so, but, but, like, so well acted by Gandolfini. Oh yeah. Um, but basically, this is where it's revealed, and a lesser show would have, uh, maybe set it up, like right off the bat, that that Tony was guilty about what happened that night. Mm -hmm. but this is like revealed slowly in layers over the course of the season where you, where even as a viewer, you don't get it. You don't get Tony's motivations and, and how he, his internal psyche feels like he owes his cousin for what happened that night when he missed the job where his cousin went away and he thrived in the entire time his cousin was in jail. And that all comes out in this one therapy session. And it's, and I think it's great. Um, he basically realizes uh the reason he gave Tony B the casino was because he feels guilty. Yep. Uh and and um you know, he compares it to uh taking a shit. <laughs> <clears throat> uh and Melfi says she thinks she likes to think of it as childbirth. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you guys think?
2: You guys have both been <laughs> in therapy. Like what do you guys like think? Like <laughs> <shit>. wow <laughs> Yeah, it is like taking a shit. You Hey, look. There's nothing wrong with taking a shit. Like <laughs> I mean, you got to get, right. yeah. get a shit out. If you don't get a shit out, you're I'm, dead. Well, baby. taking a shit is like like I think it's more like taking a shit cuz like taking a shit is like you're getting rid of toxic shit in yourself. Like mm-hmm. uh like childbirth is like you're you're birthing something great, something that will grow. Like, that you hope will grow. I be. will say
1: that, like you know, as ha- I, you know, hey, as our uh-huh. listeners know, I, I had a child. I Recently. didn't. I didn't
2: birth it. Uh, <laughs> clearly, so here we go. But here's, here's I would Joe's say, take on childbirth. I would say from, from the point of someone who did not birth the child. I,
1: I would say, yeah, okay. I would say there's a lot of bewilderment and like, yeah, and like. Sure. Adrenaline and confusion and shit after childbirth. So I don't know. I would agree with it's like taking a shit. Right. Yeah. There's more of a relief. There's more of a like thing off your shoulders. Right. Which can be true hey. about childbirth, I'm sure, from a woman's perspective. Sure. Um, You know, but, you you're know, ca- we need to have a woman carrying, on to tell us that. That's true. You're like
2: <laughs> carrying something that is yeah, like like weighing heavily on yourself. Yeah. Like, How is right. it going to go and right. whatever. Yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, of course. I mean, obviously... Clearly makes
2: sense. It's just a weight
1: off of you, right. weight
2: off well, your to- shoulders. Tony is a man, and he sees it as taking a shit. <laughs> Doctor Melfi is a woman who has given birth, right, and she sees it as childbirth. So you know, I mean, but even further, like the analogy, the jury's like, out.
3: You know, the jury's out. <laughs> like when you, after you pass it through your system, whether it's a birth or a shit, like how do you view it? Do you view it as something that? um oh, I could be happy about
2: and 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 love and oh, sometimes you look down and you're like, like wow damn look at that turd god
3: damn <laughs> no I've never I've never looked at my turd and been happy about it I'm oh, really? always
2: yeah no I'm always like is that not even like, like that straight snake where you're like wow dog that was like to a you? fucking Oh, it like a fucking bulk constrictor. Rarely, you gotta rarely. take
1: some. You gotta take some fiber and uh, yeah, metad- from no, I know so dude,
3: dude. Please trust me. I've been, <laughs> I've been. I've been. I all all brand Kellogg's all brand man. <laughs> no supplements. Take no, no supplements.
2: Tr- trust Professor Paulie. <laughs> trust Professor Paulie. He has been taking the supplements. All right,
3: but so that ultimately <laughs> sets us up for the rest of the season. Tony realizes yeah. that he he's been uh, sort of psychologically indebted to his cousin, who he feels that he owes. Right, uh, and that sort of shapes the re- how he reacts to uh, Tony B's actions the rest of the season, and and mm-hmm. where they sort of end up with it. Which, you know, obviously we know he ends up uh, fucking shooting him in the face. But Whoa, uh, spoiler, alert. Hey, what what the fuck are you talking about, man? We that's always fucked. talk about spoilers on this. On this, that's movie. fucked up, dude. That's dicked up, dude. <laughs> that's. Dicked uh, up. Let's move on to the Finn Vito storyline, <laughs> <Please>, Finally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, Finn. This is more or less uh, his his intro to the series. Like we'd seen him before, I think. But yeah, yeah. But but we hadn't really spent a lot of time with him. This oh uh, Vito, no Finn. Oh Finn, yeah. yeah we saw him. Uh, we haven't even actually spent a ton of time with Vito when you not think re- about it. Not really. Um, yeah. I mean, I he so. he he killed Jackie April, yeah. Junior. Um, and that and you know he had some laughs. But this, is, this sort of kicks off Vito's storyline, too. Right, right. So whoa, like,
2: whoa, whoa. I thought some uh, black uh, drug dealers killed uh, <laughs> Jackie. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So I'm uh, pretty sure that's what Meadow said in this episode. <laughs> right. um,
3: so out to dinner at um, Homestead in New York. Old Homestead. Old Homestead. Oh, sorry. sorry. Fantastic. Fantastic.
2: Uh, My cousin took me there in college. It is phenomenal. What'd you have? He has steak. Steak. Has steak. Had a fucking steak
3: kind of steak you don't know i've never
2: been actually i don't know it was honestly it was probably around the time of this episode <laughs> yeah. <here>. Yeah.
3: <laughs> old like 1800 steakhouse yeah, There, yeah from from the 19th
0: century.
2: it's aj
3: meadow finn and tony um and finn slips away to go pay for the bill uh Big when tony... I, I made that mistake before with my father-in-law oh yeah did he come down on you like tony did on finn
2: uh he didn't like threaten me like that but he <laughs> he was like he he just basically was like, "You're not paying. I'm paying." Did he You're did he do- did
3: he give you money? Did he like reimburse you for it?
2: No, he I he like stopped me before I could actually like pay for the yeah, bill. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that happens. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that but happens. but same uh, same sentiment. Very, but basically, very upset that Finn I was pays for the it.
3: bill. Tony says, "When you have your family, you pay." He takes it as a personal insult. Do you think Tony was overreacting here? Like, how are you guys gonna? Act with your future son in laws potentially. Yeah, my, I, my, I, I do think he's overreacting. If
1: my if it happened to my father, he'd be like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> yeah. Oh my my dad oh, wouldn't sure. like
2: it. My dad my dad would, my dad would not like it either. No. Yeah, yeah. My he, dad he, my dad he would he not, would, he would, not would, not would
3: like uh, yeah he would fight it. Yeah, he, he would be a little bit insulted, I think, too. Yeah, but um, but you know, ultimately, he would recognize that it's a nice gesture, which right, Tony right. does with Finn. Right. Um. Which sort of leads him into getting Finn the job at the Esplanade construction site, which is such a great storyline, especially oh, yeah. like on rewatches here. I am I feel like I'm appreciating it more. Um, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. Why is, Why are we following this guy? Yeah. But he's he acts, you know, when you think about it, there's not a ton of characters that we follow besides Melfi who are outside of that whole fucking bubble of Jersey the mob
2: um, who aren't portrayed as like some like fucking like loser
3: right like Finn so much is is um, you know just the surrogate for uh, the, the, the more typical American viewer who is not from the tri-state area who does not recognize fucking Italians and you know the way they handle things and the way they speak and not that you know every every italian is
2: bashing Snapple bottles over people's heads uh but, but but yeah so but the fins of the world like that that is how i see people who are not from like where we grew up 100% mission
3: viejo which is where my fiance was born and raised established 1986 man made <laughs> like fucking what no culture there yeah it was it was it's a it's like 100% just like uh, they, what do you mean like no a, culture.
1: What about like Billabong and uh you know there's no there's yeah. no, none of Quicksilver? that? Yeah, Quicksilver? Yeah, yeah, Silver. All yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's culture, uh, man.
3: That's culture. Um sublime man-made lake like there's very planned Offspring. streets like uh but <laughs> yeah, as Spells hits the whiskey.
2: Uh, but Spells so, laughing hysterically about it. Uh, so ultimately the, what yeah, the, the great culture of uh 1995. <laughs> Right. Uh,
3: but so so Finn is sort of a surrogate for the rest of America, the audience, right. Uh, right. taking right. in right. this sort of culture for the first time on the construction site. Uh, you know, he sees the guys joking around, sitting around. They have no work jobs as opposed to no show jobs where you don't have to go in. They have to actually report
2: to the site, but they just sit on their asses all day. Uh, it is, it is kind of like I I mean, you know. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's the first time where there's like an outsider within like the um, the family, the circle, the circle that wasn't like kind of portrayed in some like you know, like shitty way, you no, know, cause like, he's a young,
3: like, he's a, he's a, co- he just graduated college. He cause anytime like, a like,
2: like, like met, like obviously Meadow's like previous boyfriend. Right. We were, we were taught to Noah, think what, yeah, yeah, Noah, Noah was like a loser, like yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the first time where, like, somebody, like, in the inner circle is being You sort of have treated, some sympathy for him. Right, yeah. is being treated with, like, some, like, care. And... Some sort of well, sympathy. Well, he's, yeah. he's Italian. And o- right.
1: also, I mean.
3: He looks do like we... Joe Perry from Aerosmith, so yeah, we yeah, can yeah. relate. Do, do,
1: do we know? Um, and Shaggy I the, from. I've, I've met him before. Um, oh, yeah? yeah Will, Will he was, Janowitz? He's a, he's yeah. a, he's a at York the York comedy uh, guy. He's at the. Is he funny? He's at the he's funny. It's a fucking bar. It's no longer the the Proud Boys bar, the Griffin. He was oh, at the Griffin. The Griffin. Griffin,
3: one the Griffin. Time. Um, uh, but yeah, he's a like stock character. He, yeah, he but could why? Have been but, stock but also, character. like,
1: what
2: does his family come from? What is his dad a dentist? Or, I yes. forget. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they got money. They, they right. have money, and they're from SoCal. But like, yeah. But it's the first time that somebody is kind of like being included and being accepted right. by the Sopranos. Right. Who right. who like isn't isn't you know in the family just because uh, he he's dating Meadow. No, and but we, like Noah, we have but that. Noah, but Noah wasn't
3: accepted. Well, but he was also Jewish and black. So yes, but
2: but my point is like it's the first time that like the audience has like sort of like a, uh, yeah, a window a window into into yeah. the family without feeling like judged for you sure. Know? Um and, and and we're sort of witnessing
3: through his eyes this act of violence when Eugene Panza smashes a fucking Snapple bottle on Lil Boy's <laughs> head after making a homophobic joke. Uh
2: hey, made versus not made.
3: Which they also blame on 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 black men. Uh which not is sure. yeah, of course.
2: Uh
3: obviously Finn is like, you know, disgusted. He's like almost puking like on the sidelines here. Um, he's not accustomed to this sort of uh, violence, you know. Then he comes to work early one morning, and he catches uh, Vito going down on a security guard. <laughs> yep. Which is one of the gr- I, I still feel like there's twists in the series.
2: There's moments where you I do. Do you remember watching this? I remember. Watching I rem- this. I, guys, I, vivi- I vividly did. remember watching this and being like shocked.
3: I, yeah, I stood course. out of my chair, and yeah. I was like, holy shit. When Vito's stupid little head popped up from the security guard's lap, I stood up, and I was like, what? Because you're just not expecting that whatsoever. Yeah. There's yeah. moments of surprise in the series. It's but smart. But things it, that are so out of the blue and such a twist. Like, we don't get a lot of it, these. It's
2: yeah. smart, too, because, like, the way it's shot. First of all, we had never seen... Uh, <laughs> Macaulay is pouring <porn>, <laughs> a little more whisk. <laughs> uh we We had we had never seen that parking lot before that he pulls into we'd never seen his car before uh so like the whole thing is like what's happening here who is this pulling in i know like we saw them on the beach right before this so like we we should think that it's finn but like it was smart the way that it was like shot and edited yeah because like we're we're seeing all this stuff for the first time. We're like, what's going on? And then we see this guy's like face <laughs> in the car, who you've never seen before, and we're like, what is happening? What's this guy's deal? You so it, it's it's very it's very small. Sp- <laughs> it <laughs> almost it almost seems like
1: it's shot at five in the five or six in the morning. Yes, like the they, must have, yeah, yeah, they yeah. must have they yeah. got that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah,
2: You know that that ain't color correction. Yeah, That's no, like, that right. was shot. Yeah, that fucking looks great. Yeah. So I think it was it was really well done um, mm-hmm. because it's like they're showing you all these images of things that, like, you're not used to. You know, we, di- we didn't see, like, the, s- the construction site. Right. You know, they could have easily, like, shown us, like, the circle of the chairs where the guys sit. And you'd be like, oh, it's the construction site. Well, like, he's getting to work. We don't really know, like, what's happening until, yeah. like, we see, like, Finn's face. And even then, we're like... <laughs> What's happening here? Until like you see Vito's head pop up. So I think like really like smart decision. I like, think, directorially.
1: I think yeah. I remember watching it with my college roommate, uh, yeah. Coco, who's been on it, and uh, our pod. Yeah. And he was. He, he, I, th- I think he was just like, w- w- wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like he just like he like he wanted well, to rewind well, it, but what, he couldn't. What?
3: I feel like the only equivalent of like stand out of your chair like what the fuck moment was when Tony got shot by Uncle June like those are the only those like really like anything else you sort of anticipated like even you know Adriana Adriana's death was sort of a slow burn and 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 like and it was kind of
2: coming for a while
3: you know end of season one when uh, well I guess I guess maybe Janice shooting Richie Aprile. But but really, I didn't watch like, that live though. Yeah, no, me either. So like I, I I feel like those moments were were huge, like holy fucking shit moments. Uh, but anyway, so that sort of lays the storyline. They don't really touch on it for the rest of the season. That that obviously yeah. goes into... which I love. I like that yeah. they do. They're not great just, decision. Yeah, great decision. Uh, but so so from there, Finn is in an awkward position. Vito tries to coerce him to go into. Uh, to go to a Yankees game with him. There was that scene outside the porta potty where he's just like, "Hey, Finn the
2: Trollio. gotta go back and zoom in on those tickets. I wonder where the seats you were." Know?
3: <laughs> uh, it says it, that it's bat night. It's uh, bat night. we me under the bat. So what? So this is the big question. in The episode, right? Mm-hmm. What is what is Vito's strategy here? Is he does he want to kill Finn? Does he want to fuck Finn? Does he want to do both. Oh, does he, he just want to fuck Finn? Does, does he, he just do. want to no. befriend him? Like this is the question.
2: I I think he probably is like I I'm going to take extra time to make sure that he's not going to talk to Tony about this. Do you think he would have had a, like a heart-to-heart heart ki- with Finn? Could, like where is he going to kill? No. Where is he going to no. kill him think think fucking so. at the dugout across I the exactly? Re- like, I
1: think I think he probably was trying to befriend him.
2: Befriend him. Right.
1: Yeah, cuz like it's too much work to kill, like, this guy. But he's threatening him.
2: Also, how could you kill a civilian like that? And then, like... like
1: you could. I mean, he could do it.
2: I mean... But I, but,
1: well, Meadows' sure. boyfriend, yeah, though? Well, Why I, take him well, to Stadium? That would make no sense. <laughs> I if think both
3: I, Meadows' boyfriends were fucking killed by the mob, that would be fucking bad. That would be that would fuck well, her. Well, people I,
1: would probably be curious about the yeah, Finn thing. I, right?
2: well, I, honestly, I think he like, he probably sees it as a way to like be like, "Yo, bro, I'm gay. Like, don't do this. I will be killed." And like, <laughs> he probably like. I don't think he so would he ever do that though. I really? think he would just you keep think he giving just wants him, to bond with him. I think I don't think he giving would ever him
1: gifts. I yeah. think he would just be very nice, just keep giving him gifts, just being like, and like you know. Probably yes, making mention like, you know, like making mention of things that would like, scare hey, we, him. We
3: have a secret
1: sort of thing. He's or like, would yeah, s- you know that Tony Gwynn I heard was gay. I don't think. I don't think. No, I think he would be like more like making mention of things that would scare him.
3: He wouldn't mention
2: anything of that. So
3: you think he would continue to threaten it as opposed? To- I don't know if he, he goes, was outright yeah, threatening me. Like, just be I, like, just like, I just I yeah. just
2: saw a production of the Landry Project last week. <laughs>
3: No, you
1: know
2: like oh yeah. That was interesting hey, remember, what happened remember, to that Matthew Shepherd. That was when, interesting.
1: Remember when, uh, <laughs> remember, when uh, remember when uh you know you saw that guy get hit with a fucking bottle? Yeah, I've seen worse
2: actually. Seriously.
1: Actually, I I've been a part of worse. You yeah. know like he would say stuff like seen that. Seen a guy get hit
2: with a proper 12 bottle. He wouldn't sure. he
1: would he wouldn't threaten him outright. He would like put those like thoughts in his head. But but why do that at a at a Yankee game you invite? Well, him? and he's right. also and he's Trying also like giving him, him yeah. stuff to be like Oh no, Vito's a good guy. Vito's a good sure, guy. Sure, sure. I don't, you know, to, to, I didn't see like, what I he, saw. True. Vito
3: was probably panicked at this point. He probably right. didn't yeah, have yeah, exa- right. an exact strategy. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I guess that's one of the big questions: is like, what do you think he was trying to do? And there's,
2: there's, we'll never get an answer. Um, in, in the moment, I never thought. And about And I it. think I was also, like, oh, I guess probably in my mind, I was like, oh, he's just trying to endear. Sure, himself it's to
1: funny him. because I think if you. I think it's funny that this fucking character is from California because a California dude would definitely like not show up to that game, but I'd show up to that game. <laughs> I like got be right, like, right, Yeah, right. I'll be there. Yeah, 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 I'll be there. I'm going. It's bad night. I'll be like there's nothing he, I mean I'll figure. It out. Okay, okay. I've, like I <laughs> right. think I'll be all right, so but I, mean, I gotta go. Murder I gotta me go. in broad daylight like, outside you know, the Yankee Stadium. But the fucking yeah. California guy's like, whatever. I, I well, I'll that's blow that's, this that's, off. that's where the
3: whole right. um, uh, argument comes from with with Finn and Meadow, which a lot of people bag on this episode because no, that's this, annoying. this this uh, you know long argument is so insufferable.
2: But it's also but it very true, realistic. Very yeah. realistic. You know, it like, is. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very uh, like he's well acted. Yeah. And very like, well done. Yeah, but you Re- got out a suitcase. But yeah. yeah, he got out the suitcase. That's the famous. Re- reminded line, me of but... my arguments with my girlfriend at that age, in New York in the summer. Right.
3: Yeah. No. Hundred yeah. percent. But hey, also,
1: again, you know, not to bring up Joey Coco, uh, the, <laughs> my roommate who's on the pod, but we got into an argument in the summer in New York about me storing pillows at his apartment, and then in a got... suitcase.
2: Maybe and he was like, and he was like and we you didn't got talk, out of your pillows We didn't you talk got for out of your pillows. six months
3: <laughs> because of that argument. But yeah, I mean, this is this is the time when you're that age, like, and you small know, things New- are big things. But I
2: will say, New York in the summer makes you it was fucking this, yeah, crazy. It was very yeah, hot. we
3: see it. They're all they're both glistening with sweat. It's so hot. No. New York, uh, New
2: York in summer, fun, but also like makes you c- fucking crazy. Yeah, but so this
3: whole argument, like you know, it's insufferable to listen to. But but. You know, the interesting thing is, is like, how is, what do you guys think is going on in Meadow's head here? Because she, we've seen, um, you know, throughout the series, she's sort of savvy to what her father does. The nature of that job she's been resistant to it you know beginning of season four yeah, but she also like, doesn't want oh, listen other... to mr mob boss you know like she but calls she's... Tony out on it yeah but she
2: also doesn't want other people to tell her like that what her father does agree you know?
3: and and so this is the first time when we hear her you know justify Jackie jr's death she goes you know uh he you know Finn says uh, didn't you tell me one-year-old boyfriends got killed? And she says drug dealers, African Americans. If it makes you feel any better, it's like right. she's. Do you think she believes that now? Has no. she convinced herself, or is she? Well, uh, does maybe. does
2: she does she make the choice to lie to Finn here? I think she. Eh, there's a good chance that she's made the choice to lie to herself about it. Right?
3: Is she trying to convince herself? Is the question. Like I, and, I think it's and, both. I think it's and both. And I I think yeah. Jamie Lynn's uh, performance is perfect here because you sure. don't really you don't really know. Like is she mm-hmm. is she selling herself here? Is she just the Mezzogiorno because... like line is a little heavy handed? It's a little it's a little <laughs> much. It's a little much. She's like, you talk about them like an anthropology class. Right. And then she says a line that's exactly from an anthropology class. Sort <laughs> right, of. right. But, uh, but also... But, yeah
2: possibly the way that a pretentious fucking uh yeah. Ivy League student would talk about her yeah. Italian family.
3: For sure. She's she's we definitely get a sense that there's some internal struggle with her uh which we're we're sort of you know it's not front and center throughout the series but yeah. it plays out in the background throughout the series. Right. Um you know, obviously they have that whole argument uh for fucking something in the morning. Finn just says like in order to get out of this argument, I'm going to propose to her, <laughs> which is a big choice. But uh, but he does, and and yeah. Uh, but
2: also, it's like partly like maybe I'm saving my life uh, a little bit. <laughs>
3: yeah, like if he if he becomes Tony's future son-in-law, maybe Vito uh, loses his ammunition. Right, I do um, think
2: like part of it is that like he does love Meadow and like he does want to marry her. Maybe that he feels like. Uh, maybe this is just like expediting the situation, and maybe I should save my life as well. I, plus, that body's I know mad I want, ripe. Yeah, that body's mad ripe. Right. Um, but yeah, uh,
3: th- that's sort of where that ends. But let's let's talk a little bit about Karm.
2: There's a possibility he could have met her at Doves. <laughs> he could
3: have, they could have been at Doves. It's uh, true.
2: It's possible. Yeah.
3: But so let's talk about Carm this episode. It's 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 sort of the c plot, but. Uh, You know, we we open with uh, the first time we see Carmen this episode. She's talking with um, Gabby Mm -hmm. Dante about, uh, you know, rekindling the flame in the last episode. Marco Polo in the pool with Tony. You know, it was nice. You know, Uh, it wasn't bad. This and that. You know, Tony rolls up in the middle of that conversation to drop off AJ. um, And Gab's like, hey, I'll leave you two alone. You need to talk. Carm seems all for it. She goes to the door and she gets the wave from Tony as he backs out the driveway. Fucking cocksucker. Fucked up. Um, Fucked up. That's real dicked up. And and so <laughs> do you think and, and so the next time we see them together is at Vesuvio and she's saying she moved forward with a divorce. Do you think if Tony had come in that night, things might have played out differently?
2: Yeah, it's possible. It's possible.
3: If he had shown like a little like Hey, yeah, maybe course. we should.
2: Yeah, I do. I do because like it did seem. She was like, talking about it so much. Yeah, it it did seem like the previous episode, his uh his relationship to her father like did rekindle her love of him.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's no bullshit compared to like Russ Fagoli, and he is right. who he is, and he provides and.
2: It reminded her of, like, what she loved about him. And she was
3: warming back up to him. Yeah, yeah. Do you, Why do you think – because I think Tony does want to get back to Carmella. Why do you think he – do you think he's just taking for granted that they will eventually get back together now that they've rekindled the sexual romance or what? Like, what I do think, you think
2: he wants, like, the best of both worlds. I think yeah. he, like, wants yeah. Carmella to, like, love him again. But he also is enjoying his, like, yeah. freedom. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Right. And so this sort of sets out the storyline. Carmela looking for divorce lawyers. She's like, you know, uh, talking to people. Uh, she talks to a lawyer who says he could potentially like track down Tony's uh, unreported streams of income. Mm-hmm. Um, this so you and that. Figure out that maneuver
2: for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, she contacts several lawyers, but eventually, the end of the storyline. Like they all sort of declined because Look. Tony had met with each fucking one of them, uh, based on Alan Sappinsley's advice in Whitecaps saying, yeah. "Hey, go around and meet with the lawyers, so it'll be a conflict of interest, interest, yep. you know, this and that." So, uh, I, I I love that while Carm is getting the news that uh, one of the lawyers is declining, like taking the divorce. Uh, the black bear shows up for the first time since like beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, A fucking got yeah. like yeah. Tony's just always fucking lingering there. You know, yeah. the black bear obviously. represents You think they got Tony. the
1: black bear back for that episode, or did
3: they? No, just, uh, that was that
2: was that was some stock. That was some, some footage stock footage. Cut in the floor, yeah. they uh, yeah. were just like
3: cut it in. But some yeah, B-roll, I
2: mean, some B roll. Some B roll from uh, you know, when yeah. they had him.
3: Yeah, just yeah. just
2: just playing up that analogy. But then but
1: then um very you know, allegorical. The, the, it's not it's not that the uh lawyers have been poisoned uh by Tony it's that the just people are just not going to you know well, it's, it's, they're it's not going to not going to work on a case because they right. know it's yeah. Tony's so some, some have like been poisoned reputation. because of the yeah. conflict of
3: interest yeah. but, but, but but somebody who was like the um you know, the finances, the like, assessor again. or whatever, like, like that guy was like, uh no thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, right. I don't, I won't take this against, like, the mob boss in North yeah. Jersey. So. Yeah. Yep. But, and, and the episode ends with Meadow calling Carmella to tell her the news that she's gotten engaged with Finn. And, uh, you know, while Carmella glances out to Tony fucking bathing in the fucking pool, uh, she's crying. I I I I sense tears of happiness, but I also at the same time. This is fucking Edie Falco's fucking genius. They're they're at the same at once. Tears of happiness for her daughter, and tears of uh, sorrow for herself and the fucking decision she made to marry Tony. Right? Uh, uh, is that your guys' read on the on those tears at the end?
2: Absolutely, because she's a phenomenal actress. Like, yeah, you see that dichotomy of her like, so happy for her daughter and also just, like, so sad because, like... But I think she's also a little jealous of her daughter. Yes, but also I think she, at this point in her life, like, feels like marriage is a prison. Mm. And she's like, "Uh, uh, this is wonderful, honey, but uh, for us women... This is where it could go. ...marriage can uh, really be binding and really fucking handcuff you as a woman. Right, yeah. Oh, damn, dude. (laughs) That's... (laughs) Fuck.
3: I'm getting married next year.
1: So. Damn, dude. Hey. What uh, are you saying? We already
2: married. I just said my second. one uh, <laughs> anniversary. Damn. I would say to our- Is that is that how women
1: feel or, you, would, or
2: is that how you feel? <laughs> I would say, uh, no, marriage is wonderful. I'm very happy to be married. So, you know. But you have
3: your guma, so.
2: Well, you got the guma. You got the- <laughs> I don't feel yeah. that way
1: about marriage. I would yeah. say fatherhood is binding and- uh, no, Sure. I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to fucking internet? Fucking internet. Let's do it. Fucking right. internet. Uh, this is, of course, a segment where we source questions, comments, uh, theories from the fandom across the internet, mm-hmm. mostly all from Reddit. This first one from user Taco Bender. Ooh. Uh, wow.
2: Nope, I'm looking yeah. at the wrong one. This I one from on user those.
3: HawkXP71, in whoa. identified. Whoa,
2: whoa! What happened to Taco Bender? We're going to get to him. Okay, please. Uh, please do. Thank God. Because I got horny for tackle bender. In wow. fi- no, we'll get that there. That sounds
3: like the kind of bender <laughs> I want to be on. I know, dude. I'm starving. In 509, mm. identif- unidentified black males, why did Polly seek revenge? When Eugene Pontecorvo hits little Polly at the work site and busts up his head, why did Polly, his uncle slash cousin once removed, never bring it up and ask for some form of restitution? Yes, Eugene was a made guy and little Polly wasn't, but it, that's it. it always bothered me that he, he went to Tony for his aunt's neighborhood gardener. True. Uh, but not his own cousin-nephew. Thoughts?
2: It's a valid... It is valid point. But Paulie respects the institution. More the, than the, most, the hierarchy. Of, yeah, the, the hierarchy. Well, yeah. and ju- no, just the institution of the mob. I, I feel like, you know, he probably has to acknowledge that the fact that Eugene is made and, uh, well, Polly is not. So. Sure, sure. You think that's that's but basically it is, what it comes down to? But it is valid, though. Like, Polly fucking makes us I mean, think about the fucking nephew. smallest things. Yeah. So it, it is weird that, like, we don't get anything from him, like, bitching to Tony, like, fucking eh, do something to Eugene. Like, you know, it, it is weird. It's a valid point. It's a valid point.
3: But you know, I I think ultimately he Tony might feel like he's already fucking, uh, you know, in the pocket of Tony when when he's coming around the construction site and giving Finn a hard time. We see him trying to make up for that this episode. That's a great point so, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he fucked. Yeah, you know, that's he, he might not want to bring up anything at the construction site. You know, that's probably
2: what it is. He like he knows he fucked up yeah. and uh, and told finn to wash his fucking tires <laughs> wash so, the shit yeah, out yeah. of the treads of his yeah, tires. Yeah, yeah.
3: uh all right so this one from user taco bender finally yeah. timeline got Fuck. fucked up in the season five episode unidentified black males when tony's recalling him missing the job where tony b got busted he says it was in 86 and then he says carmella had a four-month-old he says she was making booties for meadow is he implying Meadow was four months old? Because that would make her too young for season one to make sense. It only makes sense if it was AJ, but I don't think that's what he meant. Timeline got fucked up. This is this is like such a case of uh. fucking the Sopranos writers, especially David Chase. Mm. And we it's saw it in fucking fuck. many saints. Mm-hmm. I think it's they been established. Yeah. He does
2: not give a shit about like actual fucking years yeah. and what Although know, if it whatnot. was
3: if it if it was 86 and she was a 4 month old he might have said 3 month old actually when when in yeah, the episode yeah. you know if she was born in 85 Season one's supposed to take place in '99. Like, yeah, I think
2: she's. You know, I think I, I think she's around
3: be. that age, It's not egregious like it is in the timeline. Got fucked no, up in many saints, but but
2: I think she's probably supposed to be around the age where like she probably would have been born like '81. Yeah, '81, '82, '81.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, right? look, I it's know. all. F- I,
2: it's I have all. no fucking clue. Because
1: <laughs> then, how old does that make him? Yeah, we're not starting to do math. You we're know. I know it's it's
2: yeah if there's
3: there's so much great fucking continuity in this series where like little details pay off from season to season years apart. This is all four. And then the the ages get fucking fucked up. This is all four.
2: And actually, she's supposed to like she's supposed to be graduating the next year. So like you would think she's 81.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm 82. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I graduated in four.
3: All right. College. Well, this one from user BabaBooey97. Oh, yeah. I now can't get talking. over now how much talking. of a bitch Meadow is in this episode. All right. Jesus. I just wanted
2: to read that one. Uh, that because, was it? That was it, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't get over it? Did you watch the other fucking seasons? <laughs> uh,
3: okay, so this one from user Omen Omen one totally different reactions to homophobic slurs. in mm. identified black ma- and unidentified black males while the guys are chit-chatting at their no-work union jobs, Gene viciously and without warning beats little Polly for suggesting that Gene kissed a fireman. But in Toodle fucking ooh at dinner, socially, uh, a kind of similar situation, Polly suggests that Silvio gave a blowjob to another guy and it's treated as a harmless joke. Any thoughts on why totally different responses? Is the point that Gene is a thug or is losing or is he losing his self-control?
2: I think we already established that it is the, uh, the difference between a made man and a not made man. And also the difference between friends and people who are just like kind of, uh, you know, colleagues. Yeah. Right. So come on.
3: Uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh... do
2: fucking know, they're friends, they're at fucking uh, dinner. Polly and Sylvia are long-time
3: friends, they yeah. can joke like that. We don't, we don't really get a sense of how
2: friendly Eugene and Little Polly are, you know? Because yeah, we don't need to, because they're fucking, like, they're and not, it, they're not friends. And it
3: might not be, it might be, I mean, Little Polly is obviously a low man on the totem pole in that situation. Right. Eugene's a made man, we saw him getting made with Christopher and, uh fortunate sons season Correct. three episode three Correct. uh and, and so any slight against him in that respect eugene might feel like he has the right to retaliate uh which also we talked about
2: why also there's a, good, there's a good chance that like people have animosity towards little paulie because they don't like paulie right <laughs> i mean there's paulie <laughs> like rubs people the wrong way paulie's a fucking dick yeah no. So there's a good chance that people are like, oh, I'll take any eh. chance to fucking take something out on little Polly because he's not a made man. Right. And I can't take it out on Pauly. So,
0: yeah.
3: And yeah, Honestly, it just occurred to me that that, you know, going back to why Pauly didn't retaliate, you know, I bet when Pauly was not made and he was coming up, he probably said some fucking shit that got his got him, you know, beat to a fucking pulp. Probably. I knowing would. Polly's mouth, he probably yeah. thinks it's all part of it. You right, know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. You know, These guys, you never know, which is why fucking Finn is so scared. But anyway, so uh, this last one from user uh, brtdud7. I thought AJ heavy or Meadow heavy episodes were bad. Then I came upon season five, episode nine and uh, unidentified black males. The dreaded Med Meadow and Finn heavy episode. Jesus Christ Almighty, who in the right <laughs> mind thought that anyone would give a shit about these two characters as the main point? Your response? Oh, it's not the it's main. Not the main point. point. It's not the main point. The second half of the episode does sort of settle into this argument, which is why people found it so uh, frustrating. You got out a suitcase, you know, like isn't that? But it's meant to be that 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 way I, right. I which i respect if you can as a writer get people to have those visceral reactions where you're like oh this is so infuriating and frustrating to even watch like not in a bad way where it's like bad but you know the the writing is actually obviously good and yeah. sort of true to life on well, those scenes like
1: and uh, you know i mean finn is integral to like the Vito storyline right yeah and, yeah, absolutely. And, and they plant they plant you know, these story they plant lines. the yeah, seed yeah. for the next season. And, uh, you know, you have I mean, Meadow is his, is his central character. Yeah, she's in the fucking you imagine she's they, in the fucking credits. Like she's the I mean, daughter
3: of fucking I mean, Tony. We, they, if they do, we, we need have to have Meadow, a storyline about her. Right. If they never had Meadow or right. AJ storylines. Could you imagine like it, it would have been so first of all. Half the whole point of the point of this show is, is, is it Tony deals with has a fucking parent. family
2: right like yeah, Tony- and also uh, like they're, they're i'm sorry look I, I have my issues with them as actors sometimes like mm-hmm. uh like uh robert eiler and and um jamieland and and Jamie really she, but, like, you have an issue but, with her sometimes sometimes yes, no, yes I, like, I do they're, well. they're, fav- I, I they're, they're not my favorite I think they're not my favorite I think I say this' both at, great, I especially as somebody who you know drank. Drank with Robert Eiler one night, you know, on the Upper Side. We got to get Mike Still back on here. We, we love Robert get my, Eiler. I, I, yeah. um, but sometimes I love them. Like I think they're great. Like they're not my favorite actors on the series, but they absolutely they do their job. They absolutely offer so much to the show, and uh, and their plot lines offer so much to the show, and especially in the in this episode, um, the 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 Meadow and Finn stuff. Is is integral to pushing the uh, the story forward. So, yeah. like, I I think I think it's like crazy to feel like it was just filler and like oh oh that that, that whole plot like that just like ruined this episode like like fuck off like that's, no 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 that's like, the uh, absolute shit like right I mean, oh like- yeah.
1: That that that's
3: worse that, than that. Those this. are the people yeah. who oh, are like in Cam- yeah. forward yeah. through the the Melfi scenes. Yeah, you
2: know, in yeah, like, yeah. we didn't need fucking Johnny Boy's Gumar ever. Like <laughs> we need this stuff. We need oh, yeah. this stuff. Could you imagine if it was just a straight mob show?
3: Like I mean it might have been interesting, but, but oh, it like, wouldn't like, it it be one of the all time great it series. Been, it would
2: have been good, but like the success of the show is because like it's a mob show and it's also like a fucking like father show. Like right. That's that's like why the show was successful is because like we got the 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 two stories at at one time right you know the eight is enough it's fucking interesting
3: this fucking is real world father shit.
2: and like, like and and the eight fucking is enough <laughs> yeah eight is a proper uh, you know. twelve is
1: enough all right.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no, like the real world shit of, of people who are so outside this. I, I'm glad they had a character, like a young man from Mission Viejo, fucking brush shoulders with the mob. That's fucking interesting to me.
1: Oh, That's yeah. fucking interesting. Right. Sure.
3: Like, well, like, uh, this means more storyline, like, yeah, it, it, it makes it more uh, contemporary. It makes it more realistic. It it gives you another point of view. It serves so many, uh, you know, it serves to satisfy so many things you want in the series and what makes the series great. That's all I got for fucking internet. So
2: I agree. No, the A's Enough was just, you know, <laughs> shout out to Tim Van Patten. Shout out to his father, you know. Oh. Fa- oh, what? Shit. Dick so, Van Patten. Oh, really? A's Enough. Just the 10 of us? Oh, you were you were just the ten of us. I, I just don't fucking. Was, I'm just uh, saying
1: something. Uh, another.
2: Uh, hey, no, hey it's enough. We should end the episode. The, the <laughs> idea, <laughs> idea was like you know, we love the Sopranos because like it's a combination of like the suburban sure. father and also the fucking you know the killer. So like you know, we we, we like that. We like the old mix. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening. If you, if you like the pod, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, give us a follow on the socials, on Instagram and Twitter, at OsopranosPod. If there's things you like, things you don't like, things you want us to cover,
3: give us a, please let us know.
2: Hey, give us an old, uh, you know, email. Give at, us a
3: five-star, but also but, contact but also,
2: us. you know, contact us at OsopranosPod oh. at gmail.com. And look. We're gonna keep fucking covering the show, whether you <laughs> like it or not. So, you might as well just let us know what you think. And uh, you know, <laughs> guys, until next week. Oh, oh! Tim Van Patten
1: is Dick Van Patten's brother. Oh
2: fuck! I didn't know. Wait, what?
1: Really? They're brothers. That's our show. <laughs> well.